0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh A very warm welcome to you Welcome to, of course, the Nurturing Wellness Programme I'm your host, Mishka Dadis And looking forward to this interview I hope you tuned in yesterday If you didn't, go on to the podcast And have a listen to our discussion on codependent relationships And how unhealthy it really is It was an informative one And today we continue that discussion And going to change our focus slightly Still on codependent relationships But changing it slightly in terms of mindfulness and uh, your purpose within life 47913 is the sms line and i welcome to studio dawn penny who's a life coach a master spiritual healer and a reiki master so dawn i'm going to say assalamualaikum which means may the peace and blessings of allah or god be upon you always
1: Oh, Thank you Mishka and just seeing the expression on your face as you say that it it lights me up, thank you thank you, thank you, thank you
0: I I think uh, when we went off yesterday we had this um, really intense discussion about how um, you know we uh, we're not mindful about what we say how we say it at times um, being in the present moment and just being conscious i guess of um, your space that you occupy and your worth that you occupy within this world as well absolutely and
1: i feel that if we were more conscious about what it is that we were saying i think we would exercise more caution Mm -hmm. in how quick we are with the tongue and then on the other side is is that we, we know that word it it is it's the power of God, oh yes, and taking that into account, if we could be more mindful, and this is to, yeah, let's put it out there, being more mindful about how we say things, mm. and in saying so, we really do get to connect to our words, you know, just in the simpleness of prayer, mm. you know how often do we sit in prayer and we just go over the lines because we have to? versus really sitting in that space and contemplating each of the words which we're saying mm. and really offering it back to God in each of our words. Mm. You know, for me, my connection to God is my is is an offering in its in its acknowledgement. And I have to admit this is one of the things that I love most about Islam is, is that there's constant offering to God, constantly mm. acknowledging him. Mm. Constantly just um, using his blessing and his prayer and thanking him for everything that we have. Mm-hmm.
0: I think as Muslims, we don't realize because it's, so, it's ingrained in us from a young age um, to say things like Assalamu Alaikum. Inshallah, meaning with God's blessing, with God's will, you know, things will happen. So instead of, of just saying, I'll see you tomorrow. If God wills us we will meet tomorrow those are the things and we we say it so readily to each other that we don't really mean okay maybe not saying we don't mean it because I think we do it's just not feeling it yes you know so saying may the peace and blessings of God be upon you and really feel that and give that to the next person brings much more meaning and mindfulness into what we are saying and I also,
1: you know, when, when, you say, when you say that to me, and because you're calm, I feel that you really mean it. Okay. So now all of a sudden, because you really mean it, and I'm listening to you, and I rec- because you mean it, I receive it. Mm. So then what my stresses are that are weighing upon me, all of a sudden I'm reminded, but these are my stresses. Mm. And in your blessing, I'm thinking, well, if my life is blessed and ordained by God, then I can navigate through this. Mm. And this is where I feel that we're at at the moment is to remember remember our connection to God continuously. And it can be done in the most simplest ways. I mean, I know within Islam you are praying five days. Five times a day so there's a lot of respect there a lot of respect mm. but they can also be done in further prayer and contemplation and gratitude mm. in the simplicity of cooking a meal you know I've, I've noticed that within myself that sometimes i get i'm so busy and i just need to eat something and i hastily prepare a meal and i sit down and i eat it and like half an hour later i'm going i have to have I actually eaten? Mm, mm. What did I eat? And there's a big contemplation. Yes. Versus the meals which I've done, and in doing so, I'm mindful of when I'm chopping up my lettuce and my tomatoes. And as I'm chopping up the tomato, I'm actually giving praise and thanks for this, for this tomato. I'm giving thanks and blessing for the avo because I love avo. Oh,
0: delicious. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes.
1: yes. Mm. And all these things that I'm putting into my meal. I'm giving grace and thanks for because it comes from the earth. Mm. And if it's provided to us from the earth, it's God's blessing to us. And I have to admit that when I take time in preparing my meal and give each item a blessing as I'm preparing my meal, I find that I eat slower. Mm. I find that I can be more mindful that I'm nourishing and not that it has to become yet another activity. And I don't know when last you tasted a
0: cherry tomato, no. But it's it's pure heaven, mm. Mm. and really savoring the taste, and using the five senses, which is not say? because you you're feeling, you okay, not necessarily hearing okay, but you can hear yourself chew. Um, you are seeing the beautiful red of the tomato, and you can smell. And then, of course, you are biting into it, and oh, nom, nom, nom. absolutely,
1: absolutely, and mm. that's that's the taste of it, and it's it's coming from from God's source, from God's hands. I mean, we don't make tomatoes; we can grow them, but
0: we don't make them. Would you say that we've lost that? We we were born with it. If you look at any child, how they savor the food. Yes, they may see, but <laughs> look at the child who is. Who takes in everything? You're going outside and he's staring at the flowers and the plants and, you know, there's that intenseness of the way that they, they, they do this. And here you're like, oh, no, come, 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 let's go, and you pull the child away. So is it that we have forgotten just to breathe, take in everything, and thank Allah, thank God for what he's given us? Absolutely, absolutely. And it
1: doesn't have to be, I hear you, that we've forgotten and I'm hoping today's message is a reminder, and this is what we say within within meditation, which I understand that the Prophet Muhammad was also a great meditator, yes. is, is that it's, it's, it's not important that you've forgotten to meditate. What is important is that you remember mm. to meditate. Because, you know, we're so easy to judge ourselves and to criticize ourselves for the long list of things that we don't oh, yes. do. Oh, yes. However when we acknowledge to ourselves that long list of stuff that we are doing there's leniency Hmm.
0: and we actually appreciate more what we've gotten done in the day what we did in this day
1: it's mindfulness you know picking up a thread of the conversation that we had yesterday as well is that when we really sit down and we are mindful of our blessings every single day, we realize that every single one of us lives a very rich life. Mm. I remember a while ago, can I share a personal story? Mm. I remember a while ago, I was depressed and my whole life had fallen apart and I really, really, really wasn't in a good space. And I remember standing in my garden and I was watching my garden. I was cussing and cursing and the whole thing that went with it. And all of a sudden, I just got like this little snapshot I was like Dawn Penny there is running water coming out of this hose pipe and I grew up in the bush as a little girl so for me it was commonplace for me to see the African mamas carrying 25 litres of water Mm. on their head Mm. Mishka I don't know about you I haven't experienced that Mm -mm. and that 25 litres of water that the mamas carry for 5 kilometres has got to uh, wash we wash with that They've got to clean with that, they've got to cook with that. And here I was literally with my hose pipe of water pouring out so easy. Things changed big time for me from that day onwards. Oh. I realized that I've got I've got a lot to be grateful for. Mm. And that's mindfulness. Mm. That's mindfulness. Now drinking water. I'm mindful of the water that I'm drinking and I'm giving thanks to the water that I'm drinking because I'm aware other parts in the country there isn't the the water's in shortage at the moment yes giving thanks for the rain and i feel that if i give thanks to the rain and thanks to water and thanks to god for the water he's going to provide more of it Mm. whereas if i'm focusing on the drought, if i'm focusing that there's no water Mm. and the whole situation there i'm giving that energy
0: So, your thoughts basically fueling, whether they're negative or positive, they are fueling those thoughts.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Because
0: okay. if I think of drought, I don't really feel really good inside. No, not no. at all, not at all.
1: But when I'm blessing water, I do feel good inside. Mm. And I'm being mindful, I'm being grateful. And because I'm being grateful of the water, I notice that I don't waste water because I'm grateful for it. Mm. And family as well. I mean, there's. I'm blessed. I come from an amazing, amazing family. We're very, very close. I don't understand the family dynamics that doesn't work. There was a time when our family dynamic wasn't working. So now when we come back together and there is peace amongst us, I'm grateful. Mm. And you want more? Absolutely I want more (laughs) Absolutely I want
0: more So Dawn when we come back from the break We're going to look at how being mindful Also links to um, Coming out of unhealthy relationships Yesterday we spoke about the codependent Relationships and then we Didn't quite go into the part of How to change those traits Or those bad habits so that's exactly What we're discussing today If you would like to comment on the show we welcome that Of course 47913 Please do we'll be back after this It's 1224 on Voice of the Cape Today, Dawn Penny in studio again for part two of looking at unhealthy relationships and continuing on the codependent relationship. Dawn is a life coach, a master spiritual healer and a Reiki master and knows a little bit about Islam. So that is absolutely (laughs) awesome that she can bring all of this in here. Today, as discussed, mindfulness, being conscious of what we're doing, when we're doing, of our five senses, basically. And Dawn, if I can just link this to our discussion yesterday, um, the codependent relationship, you're either in the role of a victim, a perpetrator, or a rescuer. Yeah. So how do we change this trait? Because it's not something that we, you know, just clicked with us and all of a sudden we were in this role. Uh, it's years of habits and thoughts and emotions. So how do we come out of it? How do we not change it, but improve ourselves? Through mindfulness. Oh, how am I
1: speaking to you? How am I treating you? How am I interacting with you? And the only way I'm going to know this is by being mindful of myself, being mindful of my actions, because a lot I believe that a lot of the times people don't intentionally hurt or harm other people um, most of the times. Mm. So therefore it's happening on a, um, on almost like a tape recorder, if you could use it mm. that. I hope our listeners.
0: Oh, no, what tape recorder? I'm sure they are. do
1: He <laughs> 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 was speaking mm. to the more discerning clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and being mindful is starting to step out of those patterns. It's being aware hey, hold on a second. I didn't speak to m- my husband very nicely today.
0: Okay.
1: Ah, okay. I wonder what sort of impact that had on him today. And you see, all of a sudden, I'm starting to ask questions because I'm now starting to be more mindful of what it is that I'm saying or doing or acting with other people. Mm. Which is why the mindfulness is is a, a is a foundation to its foundation, absolutely to connecting to to God and connecting to truth, mm. and its foundation with connecting to self. Okay. Because once I'm aware of what I'm doing because ultimately i'm in control i'm in control of how i'm feeling how i'm what i'm saying and all the rest if i'm out of control if the words just Mm. out of my mouth therefore i'm not being mindful of what it is that i'm saying
0: Mm. and you're letting your emotions take over
1: i'm allowing my wounding to take over so if i'm and in that case, if I'm shooting pain from my wound to you, mm-hmm. okay, is, is that what are you going to do? You're going to shoot back from your pain because I've shot an arrow into, into you. And when we're unconscious about what we're doing, we then start firing emotional arrows between each other. Okay. Versus. Understanding. Hey, hold on a second. So reversing the situation that you and I have had a disagreement. You have said a whole lot of things to me that were hurtful. For me to be mindful and go, but is there truth in what Mishka was saying to me? Okay, well, I can see that there's truth here because I really, you know, she asked me to do something and I didn't do it. So that's me being taking responsibility for it. Okay. But there was a whole lot of stuff that obviously a hypothetical that you had said to me that, I didn't understand so it's now for me to come to you and go Mishka okay I hear you you want me to improve on this and I'm going to do it okay I can but this is what I need in order for me to do so but this stuff I don't understand what have I done here and in having this mindful conversation you may then become aware that it's not me that it's your stuff that's been triggered Hmm.
0: So, if you're in a situation, for example, where your partner is emotionally abusing you and you feel that you're never worthy, you never do things right, you never cook properly, for example, what would be the response to something like that?
1: Well, I mean, that's that's classic uh, perpetrator and victim dynamic that's playing in a codependent relationship. It's easier said than done. And as we were saying earlier, it's just practice, practice, practice. This is like, hold on a second. Okay. So do I really cook that badly? Because maybe there's truth in that. Okay. Okay. I do cook badly. Okay. So instead of me going into the wounding, oh, I'm a bad cook. Nothing's ever going to happen. Okay. So I I cook really badly. Oh, no wonder he's not happy with me. Mm. What can I do about this? Okay, well, that's something. But you know, Auntie Richter down the road, oh, she knows how to cook proper. Maybe I can ask her to show me how to cook. Maybe I can ask my mom how to cook. Mm. And we don't know. So this is also where the mindfulness now takes you to an even deeper level. And this is the contemplation aspect, which I understand that Prophet Muhammad did as well, was the contemplation. Mm-hmm. So instead of coming into just sitting in the wounding that I'm a really bad cook, what can I do about it? And we're sitting here in prayer or in contemplation, and the answer will come. Which is why when we sit down and we do our prayers, so especially when making if we can sit And really, really be calm in the mind. Mm. Be present for what it is that we're saying in our prayer. The mind becomes quiet. And in the mind becoming quiet, God's now can we can now hear God's voice, let's put it that way. Mm. Because the rest of the chatter that's going on in the mind is now silent. It's now quiet. And this is being present. This is the mindfulness. So when I ask any question, oh, what can I do to be a better cook? I'm asking God. Mm. And then the answer, we need to then be quiet and still within the mind so that the answer can come. And it may not be, I mean, it would be fantastic if God could write on the walls because it would just be, (laughs) but it's it's learning to listen, to Mm. really, really listen. And all of a sudden, the listen may not necessarily be a tweeting in the air go and speak to auntie rushta it could just be getting this feeling of mm, where was i the other day and ate that most amazing bobooty oh hold on a second we got auntie rushta's place and so then that's that's the contemplation element that comes in but the contemplation as we said can only come in when the mind is still when the mind is quiet and this is where I. This is why I have so much admiration for Islam. Is five times a day, you're given
0: periods to be still, mm-hmm. and having God answer you. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And I mean, you've you've given me this list of the ninety-nine names of, of Allah, and I'm reading these, and wow, to be. Celebrating him in all these most incredible words. uh, He he will want to answer Mm. and to provide. Mm. Because there's there's acknowledgement.
0: Mm. Absolute acknowledgement. Lots of food for thought. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's a pleasure. So coming back again to... Um, That codependent relationship that we have And whether it's in your marriage With your children um, With colleagues at work Or society in general We also find that in South Africa We have this And what's currently playing out now With the racism debate um, We have the situation Where we feel victimised Or Groups of people feel victimized, um, you know, and, and someone else would always be the perpetrator. And then you've got those people that's coming up there and puts a South African flag on on the, <laughs> on <amazing>. the poster. <laughs> yeah. You know, so how does that, how does this end up not only to be an individual thing, an unhealthy individual relationship, but also um, collectively as a nation? How do we get out of this victim mode?
1: Change begins with, within So if I feel that I'm a victim, I'm going to carry on with my patternings so that my family carries on victimizing me. And if my family is victimizing me, then my community is victimizing me. And if my community is victimizing me, my city is victimizing me. And then it's my state, and then it's the country. Mm. But then we use the same process We use the same understanding to reverse that process. If I want to stop the the, the racism in South Africa, I need to stop being a racist. I need to stop with the segregation and the separation. Mm. Um, I need to get out of my victim self. I need to get out of my persecutor self. And I will be honest. I was one of them that was at the Zuma Must Fall March. However, a friend of mine sent me a link a couple of days ago. And I'm a peace ambassador within my spiritual community. Okay. So it was, it was amongst our group of the, the peace ambassadors. And I got sent a link. And we all, so she said, listen, Dawn, I see that, you know, you're doing a lot of the Zuma Must Fall stuff. She says, have you thought about doing it in a different way? So I said, what? She was like, the, the Zuma Must Fall is creating separation, which is a base fear for people is separation. Okay. okay, so this is creating fear, and if we if there is fear anyway, automatically the victim's going to come in because we're not safe. Mm. Versus, she says, have you thought about using a different hashtag? So I was like, okay. So she says, what about South Africa must rise? I was like, fantastic. And then another hashtag which I've been using is uniting SA. Mm. because this is what it is that I want to create Mm. this is what I want I want us to be harmonious and this is what I love Nelson Mandela showed us that it was possible I mean if we speak about victim persecutor, rescue, codependency he's the ultimate example Mm. of how he rose out of being a victim, if I was put into jail, unwarranted I would have become a victim Mm. Okay, he didn't he came out to be one of the greatest leaders in the
0: world. Mo- of that cen- of the century. Of the century. Mm. I mean, these are these are these are big mm. accolades. Very really. big accolades. Yes, and
1: not just given to him because of the color of his skin, but because of the changes that he, he made. made. But he made those changes inside of him. I mean, one of the quotes that he said. He said, "Oh, I'm going to have to remember the exact quote that he realized that if." In leaving prison, he didn't leave his victim behind. He would have taken, or his anger behind. He would have taken it on the other side. I can't remember his exact quote. I'm yeah, a bit of ad-
0: the message is there?
1: Absolutely.
0: South Africa must rise. I love that hashtag. When you said it, I was getting goosebumps. I realized why could, why can we not use that hashtag instead? Absolutely. And I had an experience of this because I saw the "Zuma must fall"
1: banner on the big building mm, mm. and my self-righteous self was like yes 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 but inside i was crying because my message my my message we were speaking you know along the lines about aligning with purpose my purpose and my message from god is is that i am here to bring peace mm. and this message has been given to me again and again mm. and again and again and and was reading all these racism reports mishka my heart's been very sore because it's not it's not what Nelson Mandela. I, I've had. It, I've had a taste of what that can be yeah. of a peaceful nation. Yes. And now we are not it? Yes. And there was all this separation and all this racism. And then when something magical happened on Saturday, the Sunday. I was at the Devol Park, dancing to freshly ground. I was having. I was in my element. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and I looked and I was like. Oh, we, here's the rainbow nation. Hmm. The people that were around me were from all different races and ages and different, from different backgrounds in life. And here we were jamming and on stage was Zolani you know, singing with that powerful voice and the guy who was playing the guitar and the sax. And, I mean, it was a, a multiracial group. We were jamming
0: here and I looked around and I was like, "And in a- we've done it. And in another campaign also, the Water Shortage SA campaign, Uh where there was the the call for people to take bottles of water to various um, fuel stations on the way up to Joburg because they never had any water. And they got so flooded with bottles and bottles of water and people, um, you know, uh, making donations that they ask, please stop, <laughs> we, we we like overflowing here. <laughs> thank so you, South Africa. Thank you, thank you, thank it, you. It shows that there's a purpose. And, and I wanted to uh, ask you to talk about aligning with purpose. Well, aligning with purpose, it's like, oh, now I've got goosebumps everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> aligning with purpose is now the next level for mindfulness. Okay. Because it's now doing things on purpose. Mm. So I do things with purpose. It's not just an absent thing. So when I'm cooking for my family, I'm cooking on purpose. I'm Mm. cooking with purpose. And it's not just another meal. I'm cooking for my family. Mm -mm. What an honor. We've got food what an honor oh, yeah we sit around a table we've got a home we've got somewhere We've, you know and the blessings continue and continue when we're aligning with purpose for me it's the same as aligning with truth it's 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 aligning with what God has got intended for my life mm. sometimes we feel that our purpose has to be in a profession mm. but it's to remember that sometimes our purpose is is how we do it. So my other purpose, my my strong purpose is that I am here to serve. Mm. And I worked in the hospitality industry for twenty years and I didn't want to leave the hospitality industry because in the hospitality was industry serving. it's pure service. Exactly. Pure service. <laughs> yes. And I was like, but this is what I love to do more mm. than anything. Yes. And so as I was making the transition into my new career with the life coaching and helping people, I realised but I still get to serve, mm. and I was like, "Wow, so that it it carries my thread through, which now means that I'm living on purpose. It doesn't matter in the building and the context; it's the fact that I'm doing mm. what God has intended for me, and sometimes what God's got intended for us is that we get this sudden urge, I need to build a community center i need I need to go and do a playground, and it's like the strong urge. That strong urge is God knocking. Mm. This is what we've got intended for you. This is what we want you to do. But the only way that we're going to hear that message so clearly, meditation, go quiet, contemplation, yes, and prayer. The, <sighs> pra- the, the prayers
0: are asking, amazing God, what have you got intended for my life? It's all back because He created us. He fashioned us the way that we are, you know, um, even if we don't have two arms or two legs because we we take cognizance they aren't, but there's a purpose to that and realizing that there is nothing as being disabled because there is a purpose to that.
1: You speak of that and I get a a, 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 a memory of a man I met called Sebastian. He's from one of the Scandinavian countries. I met him at a festival of all places. Mm. Mishka, no arms, no legs. He was a torso and a head. And in spending a few days with him, I got my my humility back. He can't feed himself. He can't wash himself. He is completely and utterly dependent on everyone for everything. But boy, can this guy, when he gives you a hug, you feel your entire body... Come alive! Wow. He went to Mozambique and he coached a soccer team of kids and became the hero of the village. Exactly. And we want to, and how we want to feel victimized for something. And this is a man
0: who's like he's made a difference. Oh. Let's take an air break. We'll be back after this, and we're continuing with our discussion with Dawn Penny. 45 on voice of the cape we'd love you to, We'd love to hear from you 47913 And we are speaking to dawn penny Who is a life coach a master spiritual healer And a reiki master as well Talking about mindfulness today and how Important it is within Ourselves because Beyond mindfulness is aligning to Purpose have you ever Had that feeling of there's something more out there. There's something that I I want to do. There's, um, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm not sure what it is either. But there's something that I want to do. I'm sure most people have felt that before, if not everyone. Absolutely, and this is why I love the work that I do. Because mm-hmm.
1: the work that I do is with my one-on-one consultations with my clients. Is is that we really go in, we go into that space and find out what is your purpose, and you'd be surprised. Every single one of us knows what it is. We've just put a whole lot of boxes in mm. front of it and packages and bank stuff in place. So the work that I do with my clients then is to remove those barriers, to remove those limitations, um working very much one on one with client you know healing the emotional wounds, mm. um, working with working with mental and behaviour um so that you can be in aligned with purpose. And in essence, it's that every time we compromise ourselves, so we separate ourselves from God by a degree. Okay. Because what's my, my truth? Mm. My truth is what God has intended for me. Mm. So every time I compromise who I am, I'm separating from my truth. And then we get so used to being separated and separated, separated, and eventually get to a point where our life feels empty. Because life without God is empty. Oh, yes. Completely empty, so this is where we then start removing the barriers for you to get for for people to start getting more in aligned with what it is that they are here to do and this is
0: this is our work this is our God this is our god's work mm. so we were also at one stage supposed to speak about um you know spirituality and and religion etc and we just never got to that and i'm hoping to get you back on the radio um at another time to discuss it but how does becoming aware of of our consciousness of ourselves lead to spirituality i think we've already got the answer but <laughs> wow you've given me a big very big question <laughs> um
1: i think in being being with myself sorry I am pausing because I want to give you an honest answer I don't want to just give you a, yeah. a a textbook answer of course I feel that the more that I connect with myself and the more I connect with my truth versus my story the more that the closer I get to God
0: hmm.
1: because my st- my story is my drama my story is Stuff and I
0: keep revisiting my story, but that's not who I am. There's a teaching of the Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon him, it says, um, Those who know your Lord will, those who know yourself will know your Lord. Oh. Because we are, in a sense, um, God created us and He knows exactly what will be happening in our lives, what decisions we'll be making in our lives, etc. And he's there to help us and support us through it and guide us and all of those other things. But we're the ones that saying, It's fine, I can do it on my own, don't you worry, it's okay. Well this is the this is the difference between us being in our small self
1: and in our great self. I strongly believe that when I'm in my great self that I'm doing what God has intended for me. Mm. When I'm in my small self I'm keeping myself, I'm keeping myself small. Listen to those very intent words, I'm keeping myself small. Okay. So then we ask God for assistance, and we're like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to do it my way. Uh-huh. And then we end up in a little dead end somewhere, and we're like, how did I get here? Mm. My life sucks. Mm. But it's 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 about listening, and this is where it's listening, to, It's it's coming back to self. And mm. in coming back to self, I can then listen, I can then hear, because I'm then beyond my story. And if it's not my story as the repeated pattern that's playing on, that's now being quietened and silenced, the frequency's clear mm. and it's silent mm. for me to hear God's messages coming through.
0: Is there a difference between religion and spirituality? Yes. Oh, and once
1: again, please, this is my, this is my point of view. Um, I believe that religion is the collective. So I believe that Islam is the religion and it's, it's Islam's way of celebrating God. Okay. Yeah. And that's religion. Spirituality is your individual connection with God. Mm.
0: So our spirituality is...
1: It's your personal, du- relationship. Different. Yes, it's your personal, personal relationship. relationship. Yes, there we go. your personal relationship. Yes. Yeah. So, give you an example. I love swimming in the sea, and when I swim in the sea, I feel close to God, Mm. and that's me being in my spirituality. Okay, being in religion would be sitting in a group and speaking about the Lord, and being in religion would be doing something with a group of people. That that's the way that they that they celebrate God, Mm. and yeah,
0: interesting. So. We basically, um, just to recap, Dawn, we're saying that if you are in a relationship um, with yourself or with, with others that you feel deep down inside that this is not healthy, Sure. you cannot change the next person, but you can change yourself.
1: 100%. 100%. But with that being said,
0: mm.
1: please, if there are listeners out there that feel that they are trapped, okay, ask for assistance. You are not alone ask for assistance from your community members from your family members but it doesn't have to be the drama you take somebody into confidence and it's not for you to stay in your story it's for you to get out of your story Mm. if you're not comfortable in doing it that's why we do have professions like i'm in is that if you feel you'd rather speak to somebody who's completely impartial Find a life coach Find a spiritual healer Find somebody who feels right for you That you really feel that they're going to assist But change, I promise Change initially is difficult Oh yes I'm not going to tell you otherwise Change initially is difficult Okay, carry on persevering It's worth it
0: I've read something somewhere Don't ask me where, I can't remember But it was quite a lengthy thing And then at the end of it it said I think they were talking about affirmations and how, oh. um, you know, you're wanting to change that pattern and that old thinking habits. So you've got to affirm constantly um, to yourself, you know, um, I'm lovable or I love myself kind of thing. So um, and it's not something that can happen overnight. You can't just look in the mirror and say, I love myself. And all of a sudden you love yourself. So um, the, and at the end of it, it says fake it until you make it.
1: I hear you proper. And I believe 100%. Because I
0: remember being introduced to
1: the the, the concept, and I say this very lightly, the concept of gratitude, Mm. probably about six, seven years ago. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get this down, Pat. Mm. And I was like, okay, cool. Thanks for the mountain. Thanks for the food. Thanks for the water. Thanks for my car. Thanks for my family. And and, uh, this is where I was because that was the level of it. Mm. Mishka, but I persevered. And I persevered because as soon as I was like, oh, this is not working, gratitude would come up again. And one of the Reiki principles is just for today, I'll have an attitude of gratitude. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool, because it was part of my teachings. I was like, no, 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 I've got to get this down Mm, pat. Mishka, now, honest, I can look at a flower with so much gratitude
0: Mm.
1: of a leaf that's fallen which people would just walk over and not give any you know care for it's like really understanding what that leaf did, and being grateful for that mm. for the tomatoes because they've, they, they, they've decided well they're not living anymore, so that I can live mm. and in that gratitude and my life has changed I, I experience miracles, and the simple miracle is my sight. Mm. That, that's, I think that's my strongest miracle point Is being able to see And being grateful for my sight Because my life would be very different mm. My life would be different mm.
0: Also in terms of, of um, Maybe for affirmations of people Wanting to get out of that victim And perpetrator mode Is there an affirmation is there, um, um, when, when you meditate Is there something that you have got to can think about Or you know Let's leave our listeners with that thought
1: I'm very happy you've asked me this question because this is something that I'm working with at the moment and I don't know if it's a new concept out there or if it's just a new concept for me. Mm. What I find really, really helps when I find that my victim self is coming out, the affirmations I say to myself and in that I mean I acknowledge myself. Okay. So I've got a whole list of things of which I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. But I challenged myself for a week to sit down every night before I went to bed and to write 50 things that I acknowledged about myself that I did within the day. Mm. Mishka, I struggled. Proper. Mm-hmm. I struggled. Mm-hmm. But the more I did it, the more I realized, hey, hold on a second. Don't pity you. You actually do quite a lot in the day. I have to
0: be <laughs> honest. You're very
1: busy. Yes. And then something magic happened. After a couple of days of doing this, I found that I actually really started enjoying writing the list. And then I started doing those things that I don't normally do, just so that I could write them on my list, like running. Hmm. I love running, but I don't always make time for running. Okay, It's one of my, my bottom of the list things. But the one day I went for a run, and in the morning I wrote on my list, I acknowledge and I thank you that you went for a run today. Thank you. And then I found the next day I got up and I was like, am I going to go for a run today? The voice was like, nah. I was like, but if you do, you It's going to put it's on gonna go on the list. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Exactly. Mm.
1: And this started me getting out of my victim self because I would punish myself, criticize myself mm. for not going for a run. Don't you know it's good for you? Versus, mm. versus doing it and writing it, it really just gave me that peace.
0: Dawn, thank you so much. I think I've learned so much about everything um, and... I would love to have you back again at another time. Thank um you. Dawn Penny is a life coach, master spiritual healer, Reiki master and her number will be at our reception desk if you need them and if you want to connect with her. And uh, thank you so much for um being here and for being in our company. I really appreciate it and for connect- for connecting with us. Thank you Dawn.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And yes, love and blessings. Thank you. <laughs> All the best. Shukran to the team. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.